A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You have this intuitive sense, like there's something about seeing your brand on television. I literally was with a customer the other day and he was watching ESPN with his son and one of his ads on Mount's platform streamed on ESPN and he told his son, that's my company, that's my ad. And the son was like, you have ads that appear on ESPN? Like, he's not doing that on Instagram, right? It's just not the same medium. And so we really realized early on, this is a really powerful place to put a message. Mark Douglas, uh, welcome. So good to have you join me today on the Marketing Vanguard podcast. Hi, thanks. It's good to be here. Great to have you. Um, I'm so excited to have you here. Marketing Vanguard is our podcast where we really dive into marketing leadership and a lot of the issues that, um, you know, highest level marketing executives are dealing with on a day-to-day basis and the decisions they're making to really advance their business, um, you know, to drive brand relevance and, and frankly, make a lot of um, intern, important internal decisions uh, as well to position themselves as, as growth drivers within their organizations, but also obviously help their businesses grow working in lockstep with C-suite um, executives. So I'm excited to have you here because I really want you to share with our listeners a lot about you and a lot about Mountain because so much of what you're doing um, is really um, on the cutting edge of where we're going with um, addressable TV s- streaming and and sort of the ways that that medium is morphing so dramatically for marketers. So, Mark, I'd love for you to start by just introducing yourself to our listeners um, for those who don't know you. Sure. So, um, as it's said, I'm Mark. I'm um, founder and CEO of Mountain. I'm a technical founder, so I've been involved in a lot of coding early on of the Mountain pla- of you know, what we call Mountain Performance TV platform. I still spend the majority of my time on product and technology, working with the team. And um, prior to that, I was, I won't go through my whole resume, but I, um, back in the day, I was the head of technology at eHarmony, um, which was doing, I think, one of the early internet companies to leverage television for their marketing and have a long kind of tech career in Silicon Valley, Los Angeles. And um, so that's kind of where it all started. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the intersection with advertising marketing and where where that kind of, you know, has started to sort of had melded for you, um, and especially in building Mountain, what you needed it to be, uh, to be most effective. Yeah, so I mean, I think um, what's been interesting is that 
my exposure to marketing or a lot of folks' exposure to marketing is more on the brand side. And I think people think often when you say marketing, they think of like kind of brand advertising, the, the really like broadcasting out a message or doing really fun and interesting events like a Red Bull. And my early introduction to marketing was actually all digital and much more what's referred to as performance-based marketing or direct response marketing, which has been the purview of Google and Meta in terms of digital marketing. And so when um, we launched the Mountain Performance TV platform, what we saw the opportunity as is you have this like huge medium more people watch TV a day than use social media. I think it's five over five billion people a day watch television worldwide. Three billion a day use use social media. Um, the yeah, but the the um, and so television was kind of this underutilized channel. It has all this reach, but didn't have any of the performance capabilities that kind of folks were used to on paid search and paid social. And so we set out, Mountain, me and the whole team here, we set out to like kind of bridge that gap, to bring television to perform or performance marketing to television. And it's gone very well since we launched that in 2018. Yeah. I mean, look, that's such a, it was sort of like the last bastion, right. Of, of, um, of, um, you know, it was the last media platform that didn't have that, that, um, that data capability, the tracking, the the addressability, the performance um, marketing focus, which is just so fascinating because it's for you to basically be able to apply that um, to the medium. What was surprising to you, you know, going back to 2018? And I know the business has evolved since, but what was most surprising? What have you learned along the way? Yeah, I mean, what what was initially most surprising was how powerful medium television was. I can still remember us launching our like first campaign and 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 you know with our early methods of how do we measure visits you know we stream the tv ad and connect that with like how many visits did that drive to that brand and how many you know purchases did people make these were all direct generally direct to consumer brands who internet brand you know e-commerce brands subscription brands and the early performance data was so good, we thought the data was wrong. <laughs> and, the, um, and then we just realized, man, TV, you, you, you have this intuitive sense, like there's something about seeing your brand on television. I, I, I have a, I'm, I'll reconnect to the, to the question you had in a second, but I literally was with a customer the other day and he was watching ESPN with his son and one of his ads on Mount's platform streamed on ESPN and he told his son, that's my company, that's my ad. And the son was like, you have ads that appear on ESPN? Like, he's not doing that on Instagram, right? It's (laughs) just not the same medium. And so we really realized early on, this is a really powerful place to put a message and we we ultimately and so that's what I, I was going to switch to something else. But I'll reconnect to the original question. So that was what we learned early on. And then the second thing we learned was there's like three things we learned. We learned that um, we learned that you know, the that immediately it was going to be a different vocabulary. Like we weren't going to be discussing gross rating points and like like which almost seems archaic now. 
Um, the, the, and so that was a really important thing. And the third thing we learned was like three quarters of our customers, um, never advertised on TV before. So they just literally didn't have television ads. Mm. And so how do we bridge that gap for a brand that's never advertised on TV to get to television, a cost-effective way without like going through a long, expensive process of actually getting 15 second and 30 second commercials. Okay. yeah. Go, yeah, no, go ahead. Keep going on that. No, that 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 was that was that was kind of the big things. There's been a lot along the way, but those are the big things in my mind is you know, kind of both um what we learned and and challenges along the way. Okay, so I have a really dumb question. Um sure. this is linear TV or is it streaming or is it both? Well, so it's streaming, but linear TV is starting to become streaming yeah. also. Okay, so talk about so, that. Please. Yeah, so so for the, so streaming makes it digital. Like like you yep. used early on the word addressable. It, it, it and it, addressable in a sense, it literally has an IP address. Like mm-hmm. you, like the device is plugged into a TV, and then eventually now, I bought a television. I won't say the brand because we work with a lot of TV manufacturers, <laughs> but I bought a TV the other day, and it was the first TV where I didn't have to connect it to anything. It just, like, connected to my net- Wi-Fi network, and mm. I started watching television. Crazy. And, yeah, where the TV itself is just connected to the Internet. Not There wasn't any, like, Apple TV or Amazon Fire Stick or anything like that involved. So that addressability then enables the ability to now target the home to say, like, for someone to go like in our platform and say, I want to reach consumers who have purchased a surfboard before because I'm selling an electric skateboard or something like that. And then just, you know, real or people, um, you know, who have a certain interest in home improvement. And they're really now, instead of target by the content, to target by the customers, that potential customer's interest. We really view that we almost, I was telling this team the other day, is at the end of the day, we're really matching consumers with brands that they're going to potentially love. And the television ad is the means to make that match, but it's it's connecting that right consumer. And when you think of linear, it's, it's exactly the opposite. It's like, broadcast this message to everyone you can, and then the consumers will self-select into there, but at great expense to the brand, just costs a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. So the so so um, streaming made it digital, which enabled us to bring all these capabilities. But my point about um, linear is becoming streaming. Yeah. Your cable box is really just another streaming device these days. If you got that cable box, certainly in the last five years, maybe even the last 10 years, that is really a stream. It looks to you like you're you're scanning channels, but in fact, it's another you know kind of streaming provider. It just has a built-in TV guide, so to say. And so, linear TV is also starting to become kind of streaming and you know programmatic and all the, all the jargon we have in the industry, which basically means you can do digital advertising on it. Yeah, totally. How are you helping advertisers connect? You know what they're doing in the connected TV space with their other media, with the other media mix and the, and the other strategy that they have in place. You know, how are you sort of connecting dots for marketers there? Right. So there's two ways we do that. One is 
we have a capability called multi-touch where they can literally extend the campaign to some of those other channels. So they can kind of do almost like sequence messaging, like, okay, I'm going to stream the ad on a TV, but then that's going to trigger other ads on other channels. Um, the other, I think even more significant piece of it is attribution. All of our customers use digital attribution, meaning they're in Google's platform looking at their reporting, their Meta's platform, their Mountain's platform looking at our reporting, but they're also using solutions like Google Analytics, Adobe Analytics, and it's really important. Television never was integrated with those like kind of digitally grown um, um, reporting tools, attribution tools in all of our customer, every performance market, every direct response market, literally all of them use some form of third-party attribution so they can see like how search doing versus social versus performance TV versus email campaigns versus, you know, promo code, like to kind of see the whole mix of all the, the marketing activities they have. And what that was a big moment for the company when we integrated with Google Analytics because now it put TV right alongside search and social in terms of marketing, of you know, attributed marketing that they that those marketers could do. So that's really important. It's how it connects to these other channels, is seeing how they're all working together or competing with each other. So I have a couple of uh, like hot topics that I'd love to run past you and and get your gut reaction with regard to how they all, you know, how what the universe that you're living in sort of connects with these things. So obviously AI, right? Hot topic yeah. and specifically um, conversational AI. What's the role of that? And sort of how do you feel like that's going to continue to um, advance and, and change and morph your product? Yeah. So I'm, I think there are two big ways. So one is obviously on the creative side um, is how can the, they get more creative faster. Our view on that is not that the marketer all of a sudden wants to become a videographer, but that we can continue to help lower the cost of creative, and which means you can get more of it using AI tools. Um, we see it more as AI editing um, as well as generative AI. The other side of that is ultimately it's you have to find the right concept. Someone out there hopefully loves your product, right? Mm -hmm. And the the um and hopefully many more than just someone. So like a lot of people do. And so it's what we call the matching, matching that consumer with the the right companies, with the right products, and then to and then kind of connecting them via the TV ad. That is a huge opportunity, which is for Mountain at least is very centered in, in AI right now yep uh creators right obviously creator economy is just so hot right now we're seeing um such a rise in that so how do you think about that and and the interplay it has with your business yeah so that fits well with us so quick frame which is a company we acquired two years ago um is a creator marketplace that connects creators with brands. Um, our vision is that, you, ironically, using stock video, using generative AI tools, using AI editing, that those creators can essentially produce commercials um, very quickly. Often an interesting thing, I think when people think of a TV ad, they think of like, you know, like a a, a, a stage and, a, you know, 18-wheeler trucks showing up with huge camera <laughs> booms 
service and things like that. Most of our customers have tons of video. They just, for, for, for earned media, you know, to put out on social and put out on YouTube. They just don't have it in a 30-second commercial with a clear call to action and a clear story. And so a lot of the work that's done for creating the commercial is actually using a combination of existing video the brand has combined with maybe some stock video. And the effort is a lot in the editing. And we think for the creators, it's like you Using those assets and creating a TV commercial out of that as well as stuff for, for social um, is potentially like like we've been talking about in, inside the company as like it's like a lifestyle. Like, like you can be cranking out like one or two commercials a week for brands using their own video assets while sitting on a beach in Tulum <laughs> and getting paid, you know, like a couple thousand a week. Like, like <laughs> sounds like a great lifestyle to me. And we're kind of that's the vision. I've painted with our AI tools. It's not like let's make the marketer work more. Right. It's let's make the creator work less. That's yeah. what we're going after with our AI tools. That's awesome. <laughs> um, next hot topic is stre- streaming consolidation. I-, I saw an interview you did recently. What's what's your take on that? Yeah. Um, so it's one I did, I, I did like a CNBC interview on, I think it was Thursday or Friday. And the headline of that was, um, Disney should sell ABC, says Mountain CEO. So <laughs> I, I wasn't quite expecting that that headline. Um, but I do agree with the headline <laughs> as I said it. Um, so my opinion is that the for you to be successful in streaming, you have to like have a brand that people understand why they go to you, right? Mm. Like, so obviously for Disney, it's children's programming. For ESPN, it's sports. For Discovery, it's like kind of outdoor and 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 um, documentary entertainment. Um, for Netflix, is I mean, they 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 it's comedy, it's documentary, original programming, and they have muscle memory. Like, it's just kind of like the default thing you go most people go to when they turn on our TV for ABC like I think we could sit here for the next 10 minutes and be crickets as to what does that brand represent yeah. like why, why, why do you go why would you go to ABC if you don't have a brand that people quickly know why they would go there as a big media company that brand is going to have to get consolidated it mm. just doesn't have a reason to exist in a streaming world and so it doesn't and so i think you know and i don't want to pick on abc i'm just using it as an example, example yeah. but i i think and and they may just you know the president of abc might disagree with me um and and but the you the brands that are going to survive or really i should say be the umbrellas either have unique content like live content like a hulu and or they they represent a reason to go to them that's clear in a consumer's mind and everything else will wind up being content that's brought under those envelopes is there any precedent um that you feel like is analogous to what we're seeing in the streamer space right now that's happened previously 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it is, does feel like a back to the future related to cable. Yep. But cable was a regulated monopoly, right? And so you, and, and you literally had a cable. Like it literally was a cable running through your neighborhood. Yeah. Um, here, it's not regulated at all, um, which is why some of these companies have huge losses. Because <laughs> they have to just absorb the cost of building it out without a guarantee they'll make a profit. But they, it's a reconsolidation, again, around, you, I, I used the phrase the other day, these tent poles. Mm-hmm. And the consumer, I think, is going to center around the, the these tent poles that combine, like, really strong reasons to be going to those, to, 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 to them, um, combines with um, live sport, live content can, I think, wind up playing a very big role. Like, like sp- the world of sports seems very rich now. I mean, I think it's like you've seen nothing yet in terms of how valuable live content may become. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Because I think that's a super, I mean, that's such a hot area right now. Like, yeah. go ahead and, and talk about the why behind that too. Yeah, so the, there's kind of two things converging at the same time. So one is, 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 that you have um, live content is kind of an important factor in streaming. It's so if you look at there aren't that many. If you're streaming only, you like quote unquote cut the cord, which I think at this point a majority of Americans have, and the rest of the world is following. Is and you want live live content, you have to go to Hulu or YouTube TV or few of these live sources, and I think those are becoming part of these like big bundles that are coming, these like tentpole streaming properties where, you know, like the consumer just can't do without. So that when you combine that with more companies are coming in the stream, more advertisers, rather than trying to monetize sports with just 1,000 big advertisers or really like big car companies and big beer companies, you can now monetize it with, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of mid-sized businesses, companies that are coming to TV for the advertising for the first time, it cre- it converges like, I have to have live content because that's a huge reason for someone to want to subscribe to me and, you know, as well as get ad-supported content. And, and in doing that, I'm going to have access to a lot more advertisers to help monetize this than just like you know the big car companies as the as the big advertisers. I think that convergence is going to 
really improved the monetization on sports. And I think Amazon has recently announced that they're they're making like two dollars on or some or even more on Thursday night football for every one dollar their pre- predecessor was making on on Thursday night like they've turned it from something that was potentially losing money to something that's like in their case becoming a tent pole for why to advertise on prime and wow. making money while they're doing it yeah yeah um unbelievable so um I mean look I I have to ask uh our friend Ryan Reynolds um, is a is a signed on as chief creative officer. Is that correct? That for, is correct. For Mountain, is he yes. still involved? And, he, and he, talk a little <laughs> bit about that. Yeah, he is absolutely still involved. He obviously has a lot going on. Um, ironically, he's gotten very involved in sports himself. He he now owns part. Uh, Maximum Effort um, now owns part of um, Formula One race team and Wrexham, which has become, um, I have a funny story of someone coming up to me to tell me how much they love Wrexham. And I was like, I'll be sure to tell Ryan for you. They like, <laughs> I would I, like, I don't, <laughs> the, the Wrexham is awesome. I'm not personally involved, but the um, he's, he's been, an, it's been an amazing collaboration. I mean, Ryan, uh, maximum effort. We connected one because Ryan like is a disruptor. Two because he ironically loves commercials. When I met him, um, and we met just organically. It wasn't like we were like we need a celebrity. We just like literally got introduced and met. And he told me um, he told me a quick story. He said it took like eight years to to make um the his last movie the to to the superhero movie and you know a lot of people saw it but he's like I can do I can create a 30 com- second commercial on a weekend and like like billions of people can potentially see it and he's a, he's just at the end of the day he's a creator he loves to create and and like being involved in the advertising industry just gives him so many more opportunities to create so that's how we got connected and it was a time when we were really thinking about how do we show people that a TV commercial doesn't have to be this like hugely expensive and time-consuming thing to create, and so we we merged Maximum Effort Marketing into Mountain, and it's been like just incredible ever since then. And he's also effectively he and his co-creator um, George Dewey are effectively our CMO, you know, in terms of Mountain's own marketing. So it's been a boom for Mountain's brand also. Really, really. No, it's truly amazing. I mean, yeah. talk about an awesome case study. So yeah. um, awesome. So Mark, I mean, you know, the last question really for you is, you know, I mean, I feel like you have so much, um, you can divine the future a bit, obviously, given your vantage point, but also where you've been in, in um, you know, in, in your career and all of the expertise you bring to bear. But what can we expect to see? Um, what are you excited about in 24? And what do you expect to see over the next five years? It gets you yeah. super excited in this space. Yeah. So, so the way I think of it overall is that Netflix, and I think you give Hulu some credit for this also, really reinvented the relationship between the consumer and the the content, you know, like the 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 TV network. Um, but the relationship between the advertiser and the TV network really hasn't fundamentally evolved. Even with like the advent of streaming, I think a lot of streaming is still purchased streaming ads are still purchased 
like it was it's linear TV, like like this broadcast medium. And I talked about earlier this idea that at the end of the day, what Mountain does is we're matching consumers with brands they potentially are going to love. And so I think this relationship between how advertisers connect with this content and funding a great portion of this content is still going to evolve beyond kind of this like upfront broadcast expensive mm. creative model and i'm starting to see um and we've been leading the way but we had to do it with new customers like like when when we launched our platform like like we were like okay this is a new way of buying ads so who's going to be interested in this and like current buyers of tv were not number one on that list tv advertising were not number one on that list so we went and found new buyers, new advertisers. But I think you're going to start to see, like, you can't, like, like if we're moving um, linear or what I could think of as broadcast or streaming, the, me- the, the way we buy the ads has got to move at some point. And I think you're starting to see signs of it, and we're trying to be at the forefront of that. And, and that's going to involve advancements and just even the whole approach to buying as well as I keep work going back to that word matching, just like like how or what people commonly refer to as targeting, like how how we can you know like like you you find that audience and and do it cost effectively and 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 do it without these like huge commitments needed that only the world's biggest companies can sometimes afford. Mm. You're sitting across from a CMO who has um, you know. Uh, quite a hefty budget um, at a time when most marketers don't. What would be your best piece of advice for that person? The generally, this might sound jargony, but it's it's usually the CMOs organize their marketing around the type of media mm-hmm. instead of around the marketing tactic, right? Mm-hmm. And so they so they'll say, well, this is my team that handles search, and this handles social, and this one handles TV. And what we find is the one that handles TV does the that in the capabilities you have now in streaming you have the amounts platform performance TV it's like you really like like you should really separate into who is doing reach and frequency like literally and measuring through you know unaided brand awareness studies and things like that and who is doing like 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 measurable you know return on ad spend like tr- like like real performance marketing and and the biggest thing i can say is if if you instead of if you center around the goal you'd be surprised the skills that your google paid search marketer could potentially bring to your 200 million dollar television budget right mm-hmm. in terms of making it way more efficient and way more targeted or and certainly your 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 instagram your person logged into instagram's ad system and and with, which is not in my mind not actually that far from television like they bring a skill set that you're just not leveraging on TV at all even though you have these 
huge budgets for TV you're potentially um, spending. And you would not be willing to spend like that on on social because you know you have all these capabilities to measure it and target it and 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 control it and 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 really gain efficiency through it. So so it's the, the net all that out is um, center around the skills, not the medium, not not the ad unit. Love that. Love that. And that's a great, great place to stop. But I could continue on with you for hours, Mark, because you're so fascinating. And, um, you know, it's just such an incredible space of uh, innovation and change. So um, really, really fascinating talking to you. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm sure our listeners got a lot of great insight uh, from you in this conversation. So thanks for being on Marketing Vanguard. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for inviting me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for listening to Marketing Vanguard, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Jordan Pretano, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGibney at Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.